Welcome to What's Pastors Podcast. My name is Robert. I'm Damien. I'm Steve. And I'm James. And on this episode, we've got another short uh, audio play for you called The First Day at Work. And if that's your thing and you're watching on YouTube, why not like, comment and subscribe? And don't forget, if you're listening to us on any other platform, please hit that follow button. So, uh, James, why don't you tell the 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 viewers, the listeners, um, what is this uh, short audio play about? Um, so this one is another prequel to The Adventures of Willie and Wendy, um, following on from, well, not following on from, but... Uh, it's our second one of these prequels that we've done. Um, the previous one was called um, Mystery Murder, and that came out um, a couple of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one's called The First Day at Work, and it um, depicts uh, Willie uh, on his first day at work. Yep. And without further ado, here you go. Enjoy. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I'm off now, Mother. Mother? I said I'm off now. Oh, don't be like that, Mother. I'll be back at half five. Don't forget to use your hemorrhoid cream, will you? Mother, I said don't forget to use your hemorrhoid cream. You know what the doctor said? Look, I've got to go now or I'll be late. You'll be all right on your own. Dickinson's real deal's on in a bit. Mother? I said Dickinson's real deal's on in a bit. There's always doctors on the other side. And Uncle Terry's coming round in a bit. He always cheers you up, doesn't he, Mother? Okay, well, I'm going now. Else I'll be late. Come on, Mother. You're missing bargain, Hunt. Sir, there are two men in black suits patrolling Zone 7B. They're potentially armed and should be considered very uh, dangerous. Area 7B, Michaels? Zone 7B, sir. Ah, yes, Zone 7B. Uh, do excuse me, Michaels. Remind me, where is Zone 7B again? Next to Zone 7A, sir. You pass through en route to Zone 7C and then after it's Zone uh, 7D. 7D, yes, I understand. And where is that in layman's terms, Michaels? Zone 7D, sir? Uh, no, Zone 7B, where the two men are. Ah, oh, they passed through Zone 7F now, sir. Oh, well, for goodness sake, man, where on earth is Zone 7F? The Chinchilla Hutch, sir. Then why didn't you just say that in the first place? Because they weren't by the Chinchilla Hutch then, sir. Yes, all right. They're by the gerbil den at this particular moment, sir. Yes, all right, all right. The point is, who are they and what do we do about them? It seems likely that they are two of Sulphataris men, or possibly Empedocles. Hmm, yes, right the first time, I think, Michaels. I've had Pooley on Sulphataris' trail again for several months. We think he's linked to that new trafficking operation in Antwerp, and his men must have tracked us. Okay, here's the crucial thing. Don't engage them in any way if you can possibly help it. Chances are they're just here as a show of power. They're trying to scare us off the scent. Observe them with the CCTV and have armed staff placed in strategic positions around the premises in case anything happens. Got that? Yes, sir. 
Good man. Get behind the door. Uh, come in. Mr. Bathurst? <sighs> fits well, isn't it? it Willie, sir. Willie fits well. I'm really sorry I'm late, Mr. Bathurst. Uh, Mother is a bit emotional, you see. She isn't really used to being on her own. On account of my never having a proper job before. That's quite all right, Willie. You're here now. I think I'm only a few minutes late, sir. Uh, yes, that's quite all right. Michaels? Uh, Fitzwell, sir. Nice to meet you, Fitzwell. I'm Michaels, Head of Animal Wellbeing. Oh, I see. Pleasure to meet you, sir. I thought you were Deputy Head of Animal Welfare. Does that mean that Rufus Hampton's left? Uh, no, Hampton's now Head of Acquisitions. Hampton? Head of Acquisitions? What about Hubert Atkins? Ah, Atkins is now Deputy Events Coordinator. So has Sarkozy moved up to Chief Events Coordinator then? What about Williamson? Williamson took, um, <clears throat> voluntary redundancy, shall we say. Oh, that's a shame. Because he was here for years, wasn't he? He started as a cleaner, and then worked his way up to Deputy Lead Hygiene Inspector, then Lead Hygiene Inspector, then he was Gift Shop Manager for three years, Th then he moved into the Marketing Department under Jennings and Moran, then he was head bunny wrangler for a spell during the summer of 2013, uh, before returning to... Uh, yes, much to as I'm touched by your comprehensive knowledge of our corporate structure, Mr Fitzwell, I'm afraid we're in the middle of a minor crisis that requires our fullest attention. A crisis, Mr Bathurst? Uh, yes, I'm afraid so, Mr Fitzwell. Oh, is it anything I can help with? I've been reading Hunter's seminal Hop To It, A Guide to Training Your Pet Rabbit. And I've picked up a few useful tricks. Uh, no, thank you, Mr Fitzwell. Actually, if you could just wait outside for a moment. Uh, yes, sir. Put him somewhere out of the way, will you, Michaels? I'll give him to Pooley, sir. Kill two birds with one stone. Uh, good thinking. Just give him some cleaning to do or something. Tell him that it's standard practice to double-lock the doors in case any visitors get in. Yes, sir. Oh, and Michaels? Yes, sir? Keep the gun out of sight, will you? We don't want to frighten the punters. Oh, yes, sir. So all you need to do is scoop and toss. Like so. Got it. Do you want to have a go? Yes, please. Well, I've never seen anyone so enthusiastic about shoveling before. I want to make a good impression, Mr Pooley. Bathurst Bunny Shelter's been like a second home to me for as long as I can remember. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's nice. And now I'm working here. <laughs> yeah, look at you go. It's so strange being on the other side of the glass. I, I don't know how many times I've looked into this cage. It seems so much bigger on the inside. Well, you might remember it used to be the gerbil cage. But then we acquired two more capybaras, so we swapped them round. How could I forget? It was one of the biggest shake-ups since the koala bear embargo of 97. Ah, yes. <laughs> the koala embargo. <laughs> that was a bit before my time. Five years to be exact. You were head of education and outreach when they swapped the gerbils with the capybaras. Blimey, you seem to know an awful lot about the people who work here. Yeah, I care as much about the staff here as I do the animals. They're like a second family to me, you see. 
Oh, how fitting. <laughs> a second family for your second home. <laughs> it really is a dream come true working here, Mr. Pooley. Please, Willie, call me Dennis. Wow! Oh, Will, if you say it's all right. Of course. Uh, only if I could give you a bit of uh, advice. Uh, of course. I'd love to hear your pearls of wisdom. Try to keep your head down, at least to start with. It's touching that you care so much about this place and the people who work here. But some of the staff might find it a bit... Well, off-putting that you know so much about their lives. If you catch my meaning. Uh, of course, Mr. Pooley. I'm sorry if I've been rude at all. I don't mean to be, but Mother sometimes says... Oh, that. That's quite all right, Willie. You haven't been rude. And you're doing a sterling job with that done. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Mr. Pooley, sir. So, uh, Willie, uh, what else are you into uh, besides the petting zoo? Well, I love going to the library. Yeah? Well, well, what kind of books do you like to read? Uh, anything really. Adventure, science fiction, regular fiction, uh, non-fiction, the dictionary, the thesaurus, whatever they've got, really. Oh, wow. <laughs> and what are you reading at the moment? A book about whales. Uh, whales the country or whales the animal? Whales the animal. But I did once read a book about whales the country. Did you know there are parts of North Wales where... What was that? Oh, uh, don't worry. Um, it was probably just someone using the tranquilizer gun. Oh, no. Is one of the animals hurt? It's okay. Sometimes some of the rabbits get a little uh, aggressive and we need to put them to sleep for a bit. That's all it'll be. Nothing to worry about. Why are those people screaming and running away? Oh, don't worry about that. Uh, it'll just be a routine safety drill of some kind. A safety drill? On a Monday? But safety drills are on Wednesdays and Fridays. Be very quiet. Pooley? Stay here, Willie. I'll be back in a minute. What's wrong, sir? Nothing to worry about. Just a problem with the central heating, most likely. Pooley, hurry up. Isn't that a problem for Grant and the boys at the maintenance department? One of Sokotara's men pulled a gun on Sarkozy. Luckily, Sarkozy got him first. But now we've got dead agents on our hands and a potential PR disaster if the press finds out. Sarkozy? Did you say Sarkozy? What happened? Is he okay? It's okay, Willie. Don't worry. This is just routine management issues. I see. Shall I just carry on with the dog then, sir? Yes, you do that, Willie. That's a good chap. I'm going to hunt down the other fella. I'll try and take him alive if I can. Okay. I'll try to stop people from calling the emergency services. Oh, too late for that, Willie. I want you to find the other guy. Why me, sir? Because you've killed before. Michael's with me. We've got a body to dispose of before the fuzz arrived. Yes, sir. Ah, how's your first day going, Fitzwell? I see you're getting mucked in. <laughs> do excuse the commotion. It's just we're having some minor issues with the chinchillas. Come on, Michael, let's go. Lock the door behind me, Willie. I'll see you in a bit. Keep up the good work. Wow, this is so exciting! I can't believe I'm walking out the capybara cage all by myself! 
Well, there you go. Um, hope you enjoyed that play. Yes, hopefully. Hope they did. So, um, Steve, that was your first recording of uh, the character of Willy. Yes. Properly. It was. So, um, I think you've got the voice down to the <laughs> now. I, I, I like the voice, I must say. Thank you. Um, yeah. Is it difficult? Does it strain your voice or is it reasonably um, comfortable? It's, it's, it's reasonably comfortable, yeah. Just a bit higher than I usually talk. It was the voice I had in in my head. Oh, was um, it? You know, why is that voice? Yeah, in your I have head? many voices in my head, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and one of them is you doing that character. <laughs> so, can you tell us? Um, can you tell us what was the inspiration for this, then, James? Yeah, well, um, the I quite enjoyed writing the previous one, which was Mystery Murder. Um, that was quite quite fun. This one's very different in terms of the tone and everything. Um, I quite like the idea of like maybe doing doing a few of these and focusing on different lead characters. So Mystery Murder focused on Rob's character from the first series, which is uh, Brino Dallas. Yeah. Um, this one obviously focuses on Willie, and um, we might do, you know, a couple more, one focusing on a Damien character, one focusing on uh, maybe on, on Bathurst, my character. So um, they're quite nice. They're kind of basically designed to tie into different episodes of the series as well yeah. um so this one ties into episode one yeah mystery murder ties into episode four so yes yeah, um it's quite nice just writing these little short 10 minute pieces yeah. really mm-hmm. now how, how many of these have you got in mind to do like how many previews do you think it's um suitable to do before there's like too many <laughs> um yeah that's a good question it might be it might be nice to try and do one for each episode, maybe. Um, so there's six episodes in the series, so maybe one per episode eventually. So, yeah, my question was, um, you said um, this William Wendy audio play um, that we're doing is um, currently only season one or uh, a series one, whichever one you prefer. Um, but are you hoping that it'll get... Uh, picked up for series two or are you just sort of focusing on series one at the moment and see what happens well you know i'm hoping the bbc is going to pick it up for, uh, <laughs> for tv but um, yes. yeah <laughs> with the original cast still in it yeah oh yeah yeah of course yeah um i'll i'll have to have like gary oldman makeup um in um that uh the where he plays churchill you know <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I think, uh, I think if the um, if the makeup company that was puts the makeup on Gary Oldman, yeah, um, if they were brought into it, they could make Gary Oldman look exactly like Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gary Oldman will play Stephen in the uh, makeup, the dramatization of the making of the series in ten years' time. <laughs> so, if that's the case, then who would play you, James, and Rob? You, Damien, and um, Rob. I mean, uh, <laughs> well, Brad Pitt will play me, obviously. Yeah, of course. No, no, no. more like he'd... armpit or slurry pit. <laughs> I was going to say, no, Pierce Morgan could play James. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Pierce, Mo- he's not even an actor. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What's that say about you, James? Oh, I walked right into that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, obviously, I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh, am I? Um, 
Um, I do have, um, I will admit, four series. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Whether right. they'll ever get made or written uh, is another question, but I, just, I've, I kept having ideas for for episodes, so they're, yeah. they're in a big Word document. Um, yeah. Hence why I mentioned earlier that I was saving something for series three, but um, yeah. But yeah, well, it might take 15 years to make, so you, n- you never know. Stephen might be a bit old for it, but... Hey, 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 hey. It's, it's <laughs> safe to say then that you got carried away doing all of this. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good, though, you know, definitely, yeah. definitely great, uh, great energy. So. It is, yeah. Well, <laughs> by the time, yeah, by the time we finish this, I won't have to um, put on an old man voice anymore. I'll probably be an old man by the time we finish this. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to rush the... Uh, rush hang on a minute, because... hang on a minute. In 15 what? years, it'll be what? My age? You cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think, you know, it's going to take probably quite a long time to do the first series, uh, by the by the end of which we might be uh, sick of it and want to do something else, but but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. And it, it like, you don't want to rush through these kind of things because you don't want it to be like the end result you know and it obviously don't want it to be like rubbish and for people not mm. to like it so it's best to take your time and plan things out yeah definitely and i think it's it's good as well to like not to keep coming out with another series another series after each other all the time i think you need to with any tv show or audio play or whatever i think it's always good to end it on a high like when everyone is really keen on it and everyone likes it because there's a lot of TV shows, etc., out there that, like The Walking Dead, for example, where it, like everyone used to like it at the beginning and I was just gone on for too long and it's just sort of lost that momentum and people have started not to care about it. So I think if you end it on a high, no- high note, uh, that would be good. Yeah, I yeah I agree. I think I think the best sort of sitcoms are the ones that are. Actually, it seems like a lot of comedy shows, like sketch shows or sitcoms, are four like four series is the the kind of rule. You know, Monty yeah. was four series. Yeah. Blackadder was four series. Um, or fewer. You know, Faulty Towers two series. So so, so going mm. back to a previous episode, then do we think that Ghosts will be four series then? Oh, that's a question. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> I think I think it's good to yeah to not not overegg things. And I and I also I I kind of like the idea of I want to take these characters to I want, I want them to kind of develop and not just stay the same. So you know, like yeah. a show like The yeah, Simpsons, yeah. for instance, is based on the idea that the characters don't don't change at mm. all. They're they're completely static for the entire thing, yeah. so they can just keep on going. And I quite like the idea of just. Having the characters actually reaching a natural endpoint um, mm. beyond which you can't keep going. So. Yeah, you could always end it in like a big finale episode. Whether that's like, I, I mean, I don't know how long these individual episodes are, but I don't know. Say, say if you think in fifteen minutes or something, you could do a finale episode where it's like an hour long and and end it that way, or make it into you know a, a short film special thing um you know i mean the ideas that you can do is endless on how you want to um you know end it but i think you should end end it on a high note and in a big way 
how we should how, how we should end it really is a big Death Star exploding in in <laughs> in space, and then like a kind of kind of like a little jet just flying towards the camera. You know that that's how we should end it. Yeah. I mean, it's audio, but um. yeah, but you know, you can you can you can put that into an you know. Uh, It'd be nice to do a, a live one rather than just an audio one, though. <laughs> you know, like a, a stage yeah, it would for be nice play to do or a something. Stage. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I was thinking about that. Which which one would work best on stage? I'm not, I'm I'm not sure, but um, but that'll be nice. Yeah. So, Rob, you're uh, playing a different character in this one. You're playing a character called Dennis Pooley, who's one of the uh, bunny shelter employees, and um, yeah. Yeah, you. We had a sort of. I asked you to do a sort of old, older voice um, to try and distinguish it from your character in um, in the previous one. Yeah. How did you How did you find this one? Well, I had to, uh, you know, take a little bit of time to um, think about what I was going to do um, because I don't know. I personally find it hard to try to play two different people in the same thing um um so yeah i had to take a little bit of time to to practice it and i just um hope it came across as if it was two different people um well i think it was i i think what i realized because i originally i said oh um maybe you could do like an accent and then i kind of realized actually the more more important thing is that the 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 portrayal is different so not just the voice but the yeah yeah the fact that it's yeah he true. sounds different in his delivery is uh kind of warmer more kind, car- kind yeah. Of character yeah yeah um yeah. so i think i think that comes across yes okay i think so too okay good good i'm glad about that because that's the one thing that i was like worried about if i couldn't uh you know if if people couldn't um Distinguish. Imagine, imagine the characters being like two different people, um, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, couldn't distinguish which one's which, kind of. Yeah, thing. that's it. That's that's the words I was looking for. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, I'm not the one for words normally. What what, what happened to me? <laughs> you're, just, you're just looking these words up on your laptop, aren't you? Did, did you go to the, Did you go and read the dictionary or a thesaurus? <laughs> Well, no, that's your that's your that's your favorite thing within this script, Steve. Remember, <laughs> you just had a few favorite words that James written for you that you enjoyed, didn't you? That's why I got the script right up now, and I'll talk about it after Rob's finished what he's saying. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, uh, I hope that comes across, and uh, well, mm. you guys said it did, so I'm glad about that. Um, but yeah, I do enjoy doing that kind of thing. Like, it gives me a little bit of a challenge to. Uh, you know, play different uh, different people and try to do different voices, etc. Yeah, and um, you know, what well, that's what acting is all about. And um, Damien, you're playing in this one. You're playing a character called Michaels, who's another one of the um, employees, and he uh, will probably be a, a sort of small recurring character in different stories. So, um... Don. <laughs> I'll I'll make the words a bit easier for you in future. Yeah, you're yeah, better because yeah. I was struggling a lot throughout this whole script, James. <laughs> yeah, it, it does seem like your character Jesse is sort of right hand man sort of thing, Michael. Mm. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, oh, but, uh, uh, James just... is right hand man or left hand, whichever you prefer. 
<laughs> just <laughs> yeah <laughs> right hand obviously looking at that <laughs> that's what he's on about that's what he's on about really that's what I'm on about is it <laughs> um but just really quickly though uh, just remind us what those words were please <laughs> um yeah so the 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 characters that are referenced um by Damien's character Michael's is um uh Solfatara and Empe- Empedocles and they're um uh, <laughs> but basically the the backstory back to that is that um uh in the future I'm planning to have a, a character also played by Stephen who's uh, an Italian villain character um which will be Solfatara um oh. <laughs> and it's basically the the names come from uh but like Stephen played a similar character in a panto we did a few years I ago did. Pinocchio yes. where he played a character called Stromboli yep and Stromboli mm-hmm. or Stromboli is a volcano in Italy and so I thought oh, I'll name the other characters after other volcanoes in Italy so those are two ones that I chose oh, I didn't um, know it was a volcano so yeah Stephen said he's yeah he's kind of the Bathurst and right hand man and um he he appears in episode one of the series briefly, but he'll probably appear appear appear, appear. <laughs> more <laughs> um, in uh, in future episodes um, cool. as a kind of go. small part. Um, and what James is saying now about the characters, we're actually learning this for the first time as you hear this. <laughs> so uh, so this is new as much as news to us as it is news to you guys. Well, I mean, it's not news yeah. to me because I know my characters in it because it's called the Willy and Wendy. Well, no. Or the Adventures of Willy and Wendy. I whatever. thought it was Willy Wonka and Wendy. <laughs> Willy Wonka and we- Wendy Darling. <laughs> it's an amalgamation, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> no, there we go. And we had um, script three, two for episode one a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? And, we uh, did. Yeah. Went, we did. Went reasonably well. So, probably going to do did. another one or two of those. And. Um, and uh, get recording, and hopefully it won't take too long to, Often to edit. Often James, can you tell us a bit about your character then that you're playing right now in this script? Yes. Yeah, um, so my character is uh, Jesse Bathurst. Um, he's, again, a, re- a recurring character. He's the um, the boss of the bunny shelter, and um, he basically em- employs uh, Willie in episode one to be a private detective, and... Um, you know, obviously, we see in, in this little short episode that there's it's not just a bunny shelter. There's something more sinister going on. Um, but Willie is kind of oblivious to this, and will remain presumably oblivious to this until um, the episode, the uh, until episode one. So, um, and yeah. yeah, he's probably my character is probably one that will probably crop up in each episode, but sort of in a small role maybe at the start. But will probably develop slowly as the thing goes on. That's the idea. Um, and Fair he's, enough. A, he's a an older man, so I'm I I have to you know try and I, uh, you know again sort of do a a voice to make it sound uh, different, um, make myself sound older, which is a bit tricky, but um, mm. but yeah, just smoke like twenty packets of cigarettes <laughs> a day, you'll get them. <laughs> or just use yeah. uh, one of those Snapchat voice filter things that make you sound older. That yeah, just do that. I'll do that. That yeah, would reduce the healthy issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should be good if you could, uh, if they were, you could buy a plug-in that um, 
Your plug. Did that. <laughs> you and your plugs, James. Oh, Shameful yeah. plugs. <laughs> Bang you your plug in. No, a, pl- a plug-in, Steve, is a thing, uh, like an add-on towards the software you're using. Yes, I know what a plug-in is, Damien. <laughs> well, I have, to teach one, I have to teach you boomers every so often. <laughs> yeah, like I got the uh, the plug-in that takes the reverb out of your know, voices, so given that Damien's flat is really reverby. Well, now it's time for this week's quiz, and I believe Stephen is reading the questions. So um, I am indeed. Take it away. Make it make yes. it easier for for me, Steve, so I can. It's it's a it's a sort of a, a literature sort of quiz, but literature stroke, you know, films, TVs, things that are based on literature, mm-hmm. plays, and things that have been based on literature. So, the first question is: Which two cities? Provide the setting for Charles Dickens's A Tale of Two Cities. Okay. Ready for question two? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What are the names of the three darling children in J.M. Barry's Peter Pan? Oh. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. Uh, Damien mentioned the name of one of those characters about five minutes ago. Yeah. Did he? Yes. <laughs> Did that I? doesn't help. Oh, I did, I did. <laughs> what is the first name of Professor McGonagall in the Harry Potter books and films? Ooh, first name. <laughs> uh, here's a little hint. It's not Professor. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's Dr. Professor McGonagall to you. <laughs> O-B-E. <laughs> okay, so question four. I'm going to name three characters from a Shakespeare play. Ooh. I want you to say which play they are from. Okay. So. Oh, Jesus. So I'm going to lose this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go for Goneril, Regan and Cordelia. I thought you were going to say Antonio, because that could be literally any of them. <laughs> <laughs> and the fifth one. Um, Horatio, Ophelia, and Gertrude. Which Shakespeare play are they from? Do we get a point for each, like for each city or for each um, character? Uh... Yeah, you get a point for each character name in the Peter Pan one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'll give you a point for each city as well in the first one. So it's out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yes. Right, so which two cities provide the setting for Charles Dickens's A Tale of Two Cities? What have we got, James? I said London and Paris. Yes. Rob? Yeah, the same. Yes. Got something right. I said London, but the uh, I couldn't think of a second one, so I put Hill. Damien has one really? point. <laughs> James and Rob have two points. Yes. <laughs> nice one. I got something right. <laughs> Question two. What are the names of the three darling children in J.M. Barry's Peter Pan? Damien? I'm already giving myself full marks for this because I know it's correct. Go on then. What are your answers, Damien? John, Michael and Wendy. Correct. Three points there. Yeah. And Rob, is that what you had as well? No. <laughs> what did you put down, Rob? <laughs> I, didn't, I couldn't think of any names. You couldn't make any up. 
I know it's loads of names out there. <laughs> we had this in a previous quiz. Um, the question was, what what does JM stand for in JM Barry? And I guess John and Michael, oh, yeah. I guess that it was named after the characters, but it was yeah. something completely different. <laughs> question three. What is the first name of Professor McGonagall in the Harry Potter books? Minerva. Correct, it is Minerva. Question four was the Shakespeare one, naming three characters and tell me which one they come from. So the first one I said was Goneril, Regan and Cordelia. Which Shakespeare play are they from? King Lear. Correct. Wow. Okay. Maybe one of the plays that put down answer five. (laughs) Then question five, which Shakespeare play are these three from? Horatio, Ophelia, and Gertrude. James? Hamlet. Correct. Well, there we go. Quiz over. How much did we all get? Uh, I got Zero. a fat eight. Whoa. Oh, well done. You got eight? Mm. <laughs> wow. How much did you get, Rob? <laughs> yeah, Rob. How much did you get? I got three. You got three? Yeah. The record! <laughs> how much did you get, Damien? <laughs> well, Rob. Looks like you're today's big loser because I got five. Well done. Uh, <laughs> that's just the first two. Qu- well, it wasn't the first two because you got one wrong. At least the first one, didn't you? At least I got some points this time. So you know, you I'm well getting done, yeah. there. So yeah, yeah. you know, at some point in the future, hopefully the near future, I, I yeah. will be. Um, I will win. Yeah, yeah so, you keep yeah. saying that to yourself. <laughs> there we go. The real big loser was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Bing bong! Right, so, as you guys know, that uh, signals the end of the episode. Um, we hope that you enjoyed this, uh, the audio play and enjoyed the quiz. Um, always uh, feel free to comment down below your scores uh, on the quiz or just any general feedback. Uh, that you have, whether it's positive or negative, it's always grateful and always helps us to improve uh, on these episodes. Um, but please remember to uh, hit that like button, uh, subscribe, and I just mentioned comment, but yeah, I'll mention it again. Um, but uh, if you're listening on any of the platform, then you will need to hit that follow button. Thank you. Well, thank you for that, Robert. This podcast is definitely available for from wherever you get your podcast needs. Why not check us out on iTunes? And don't forget to check out the links in the description below for our other channels and websites. And on that note, it's goodbye from me. It's uh, Toodly Pipperino from me. Wow. I'm just going to say <laughs> goodbye because... <laughs> yeah you can't it, outclass me <laughs> no no so uh bye bye for now and to play us out uh here's some music <laughs> bye <laughs>